Welcome to Your Life, Your Purpose, a show dedicated to helping you live with greater power and purpose in your life by taking action. action. Now, your host, a man who needs no introduction, Brandon Allen. All right, so I want to welcome everyone to this week's installment of Your Life, Your Purpose. This is Brandon Allen coming at you with a brand new show today, and I'm excited to be with you. Last week or a couple of weeks ago, I talked about managing your business by objectives and specifically aligning your business and what the process looks like of taking your vision and then aligning that with the with the work that you do within your business on a day-to-day basis. Now, a lot of times when I talk about objective management or I talk about planning within a business, it's very common for someone to get a glazed over look and just think, oh man, we are in for the most arduous task imaginable to have to sit here and work on planning and strategy and all the different things that are important within our business. And so this week, I want to talk about some facets of planning that make your life as a business owner so much simpler. And it's kind of that concept to really start with. It's that concept of what we call hard easy versus easy hard. Now, to give you an example of what easy hard looks like, easy hard is not planning in your business and just kind of letting the day take you where it takes you and you know what? Hopefully things will work out. Maybe maybe they will, maybe they won't. Hopefully the employees that I hire will work out and you know, just kind of flying by the seat of your pants. And as you realize it's really easy initially to do that, not put any planning effort into your business. But then you realize as you work through that process that it becomes harder and harder to scale your business and really make it efficient and make it a business that you can step away from because it's so time intensive because you haven't put the planning up front to make it operate the way it needs to. Now, hard easy is, hey, let's do the hard work up front so that later on it becomes more easy and efficient for us to run our business. Let's plan. Let's put together some forecasts. Let's let's really... Uh, manage our people right up front to make sure that they're on board with the different plans. And you see the concept of easy, hard, hard, easy with a lot of different things. If you look at fitness, nutrition, um, it's really easy to just drive through McDonald's and eat a, uh, you know, a value meal. um, And and it, it doesn't take a lot of time to do that. It's hard to plan out meals and maybe bring a lunch to work, right? And so that's kind of the concept. We're talking about, hey, let's plan up front. Let's plan your meal. Let's bring a lunch to work today, and uh, let's eat a healthier meal than McDonald's. So uh, if you're a huge fan of McDonald's, then uh, maybe you don't want to stop eating McDonald's. But um, hopefully when it comes to planning for your business, at this point in your business, you've recognized the need for that. And I want to talk about four specific areas uh, that, that we can make your planning easier. And the first area that planning... Uh, becomes easier for you is in taking your high level vision and putting it into ground level action. The only way that you can do that in your business is to plan. We're also going to talk a little bit about metrics and how you can use metrics to uh, to operate your business efficiently. And 
then we want to talk a little bit about your team. Hey, it's time to not be a rugged individualist because the fourth thing is, the fourth point I want to talk about is you can't do it all in your business. And so let's start there. Let's start with the fact that you can't do it all. You're not a rugged individualist. You know that you have a sole purpose. You know that for that sole purpose to be fully expressed, you need a sole purpose team around that sole purpose. And and nothing big is ever accomplished without that sole purpose team. So it's very important to have that. So really understanding up front as a business owner that, look, you can't do it all. You can't be the accountant. You can't be. Uh, you can't always be the marketer. You can't be customer service. You can't be human resources. You can't be all those things. Now, initially, you probably have to wear all those hats. But as your business grows and matures, you don't want to have to continue to wear all those hats. So, the first thing you want to look at is, okay, I, I can't do everything myself now. A powerful exercise to really go through to kind of help with this is to identify what's your top five. What are my very top five areas that I need to work in? What are my top five activities that if I did nothing else during my day, these are the five activities that would make the most impact? So take some time and write a list out of, okay, what are my top activities? Then the next thing to look at is what are some things that you're doing right now that you absolutely know that you need to stop doing? And I've talked with clients about this where they've spent uh, a lot of time learning to uh, to put together HTML code and build websites and things like that. And you really see the level of frustration that they have with trying to go through the different facets of those technologies when they're not necessarily trained in that and it's not something that they're passionate about either. So you say, hey, Joe Client, what did you do yesterday? Oh my gosh, Brandon, took me forever to put this site together. It's taken me three days. I feel like I haven't been productive and it's just really draining my energy. Well, that is that is a problem. You those are things that you don't want to engage in and that you want to decide, "Hey, I can't do all this myself. I need to get some help. I need someone to help me with some of those technological aspects of my business." So, as you look at that, then you know, it kind of brings us into the team conversation. Who can you get to do that? Now, when I talk about team, it's not always just the people who are working in your business every day who uh, you know, sit in the same room and all those different things. Uh, when I'm talking about team, I'm talking about vendors that possibly uh, service your business. I'm talking about other contractors, independent contractors that may work with you. Maybe it's a marketing firm. Maybe it's a web developer. Uh, maybe it's a, a massage therapist that comes in and does some work for you if, if you are one of my chiropractic clients. And so you know, what are those different things you know, contractors and team that you can help build your larger vision around. And it's important to identify that. So take a look at some of your, you know, items that you need to stop doing and then ask yourself, what does the team need to look like in order for me to accomplish this? And part of this, when we talked a couple of weeks ago about aligning your business and utilizing objectives, sometimes you set objectives in the year and you say, maybe not today, But sometime later this year, if we're on track with these objectives, I'm going to have to need more help in these specific areas to ensure that we hit our year-end objectives. So as you're setting objectives, as you're planning for the year, you want to be very proactive about, okay, what are the team members that I'm going to need and how am I going to go about hiring them? Am I going to bring them on as an employee? Am I going to hire them as an independent contractor? What does that look like for my state in terms of laws and all those different things? And then start building your team. Um, as you as you look at your team as well, 
Get them involved in the planning process. When we're talking about making planning easier, it's all about getting your team involved in that process and really understanding that if you have a team that doesn't seem to be engaged in the work that you do, seems very disinterested in the mission of your business, and and just really seems like uh, you know they're not engaged and they don't get it. Well, what about bringing them into that planning process so that they feel like they have some say? It's very important to bring your team in and, and have them work on the specific objectives that you have. You don't let them completely dictate what happens in your business because it's your business, but also giving them that say and empowering them. Now, when you guys are working on the plan and you're building the plan, it's not your plan as the business owner. It's our plan. It's 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 our specific plan that we can utilize to grow our team together. So think about that. How can you use your team more effectively in the planning process so that they're excited about the plan and they're more likely to help you hit the specific goals that you're looking for? Now, as we as we as we go a little deeper into this, talking about metrics. Now, metrics is something that Depending on you know who you are, I work with a lot of chiropractors, a lot of dentists, uh, a lot of specific you know industry specific entrepreneurs that have some specific metrics that they track in their business. Now, the problem with tracking metrics is that tracking metrics can then just become another activity in your business that doesn't do anything positive in terms of you know changing the outcome of what happens in your business. So, if you're tracking metrics right now in your business, ask yourself the following question. Are the metrics that I'm tracking helping you to helping me to create a different outcome in my business? So when we look at metrics, we should be asking some questions. Uh, let's say you're tracking revenue and, and revenue growth is important to you. Taking a look at your revenue, maybe your revenue is down uh, for the year. And a, a good question to ask with that is, okay, why is revenue down? And really dig deep into what are some of the reasons behind potentially my revenue being down. Are there specific marketing campaigns that you stopped doing? Uh, did you lose a key employee? Uh, did you lose a big account? What are some of those things that could cause that revenue to drop? But what's important and is often overlooked is that let's say your business is up 50% this year. Well, that's great news, right? But then the question becomes again, why is my business up 50%? Now, why would you want to know that? Well, I want to get to the bottom of do I I want to find out is this some arbitrary excess or success that's happening uh, <laughs> regardless of of if I'm pushing the buttons or not or is this something that we're doing that if I become more conscious of it we can do more of it and continue to sustain this growth over a longer period of time and those are some of the things that I want to look at with metrics and I and as a business owner, it's important when when planning to keep it simple. I know some business owners who track 20 to 30 different metrics. Now, there's a time and a place to track a lot of metrics in your business, but when you're smaller, make it simple. You don't have as much time to manage your business because you're wearing a lot of different hats. So keep the mix really simple and really specific. I mean, what are the three to five just most critical areas? What are those key performance indicators that drive your business more than anything else and start to identify those and what those look like. Now, some of this is going to be trial and error. What you think is a key performance indicator as you track it and you look at it and you take note of it, you're going to realize that, you know, I thought this was a key performance indicator, but it's not quite the performance indicator that I thought it would be. And so these are things that you're going to kind of have to look and test. But as you dial in those metrics, 
Think about this. When you have the right set of metrics in place, you can take a look at your existing metric portfolio and say, now I can predict pretty accurately what's going to happen in my business over the next few months based just upon what is happening today. I can see if we're going to trend up. I can see if we're going to trend down. And you can make the necessary adjustments to plan around that. But you can't do that if you don't track the right metrics. And that's, again, it's hard to get that right mix up front, but then it becomes a lot easier and it saves your business a ton of money when you dial that in. Now, the last thing is dialing, taking your high level vision to ground level action. This is what great planning really does. We've all, as entrepreneurs, we all have big dreams. We all have things that we want to accomplish uh, in our in our career and in our life. And we have something that we're passionate about and we can speak passionately about that to other people. The problem sometimes becomes, okay, how do I take that high-level vision and, and the, the dream that I can see far off of how I'm going to create value for the world, how I'm going to fully express my sole purpose, and now take that down into ground-level steps and manageable steps to do that. Planning is what allows you to take that vision and now break it up and say, okay, what needs to happen for us to realize this vision? What needs to happen today? What needs to happen three months from now? What are I, where do I need to be a year from now to feel pretty confident that I'm moving in the right direction with my business? And planning makes it easy for you uh, because it takes that high-level vision and puts it into ground-level steps. And if I talk to 10 business owners, eight of them will tell me that that's supremely valuable, that they they don't always take their high-level vision and put it into ground-level action. And Planning allows you to do that if you take the time and set aside the time in your business to really plan around that. Now, this comes with managing by objectives, setting those those five key objectives for your business, and then looking at the time frames that those that in the different milestones that need to be accomplished as you work on those objectives throughout the year. And that's very important, uh, you know, from a business standpoint to to in taking your high-level vision and creating some ground-level action because now you're not doing it yourself. You've got some metrics you're measuring and you're getting your team involved to kind of help take the next step with the vision of your business. So think about that from a planning standpoint. What are some of the things in planning that are missing? What are some of the holes right now in the planning process of your business? And it really starts with, are you taking the time to work on your business instead of spending all your time working in the business? This is a great, this is a, this is a great set of activities and things to, to look at and focus on in your work on the business time to ensure that you're creating the conditions for your business to prosper long-term. So we're not just talking about being prosperous today or tomorrow. We're talking about being prosperous a year from now, five years from now, 10, 10 years from now, or for however long you decide to run your business. So think about planning. Think about if you implemented some of these steps, if you got your team involved, if you, if you, if you swore off doing it yourself and identified your top five activities, if you, if you found the right mix of metrics to really run your business by, and you really started putting a game plan together to take that high-level vision into ground-level action that everyone could see and everyone could feel and was tangible, what would that look like for your business? Take some time today, start putting that together, start planning the business, have the business that you love, and express your sole purpose to the fullest. For your life, your purpose, this is Brandon Allen. I am signing off. Have a great and profitable week. Thank you. Thank you.